Hello and welcome to a new season of Banter Munich. Yes, that's right. The football season is about to restart already. It feels like the last match was only yesterday, but here we are. And joining me today is my beautiful co-host, oh, Ms. Sequin oh, Bikini, oh, Mr. Oh, Liam Hall, oh, 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 where, 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 where am I? What, what have you done to me? Uh, I, I have money. I can, I can give you money. Please, please. This no, is... Um, oh, oh, Carl, is that you? No, <clears throat> no, this isn't me. I mean, this isn't Carl. Oh, no. Oh, I, I was hoping it would be Carl, because I've been meaning to, to record the Bantam Munich podcast with him, and, and I, I thought I heard something about Bantam Munich, but uh, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. You, you, are you working with Jeeves? I, 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 he, he's, he's totally fine. I, I am. I was Jeeves all along as I removed my mask. Oh, no. How, how could you do this to me, Mr. Carl Pierce? <laughs> Quite easily, really. Yeah, I, I guess so. I wanted to do Bantam Munich about Reese, so I thought I'd off Reese and kidnap you. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? That, that, that's fine. I, I, I give you my retroactive. So you've got the, you know, you've got the good end of the bargain. To be, to be fair, when you look at it that way. Yeah, true. You know what? Uh, I, I'm giving you retro, retroactive um, um, consent to abduct me. So this is all fine. So, it's a, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I'm nice to be back with the lovely, um, absolutely gorgeous and voluptuous Bantam Munich listeners. And um, I'm, I'm glad to be in your dungeon. I assume that's what this is. I mean, this can't be your, your room. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. I wasn't sorry in my room with you. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> let's, let's just be quite clear. There's no kidnapping, obviously. Of, of course not. And, uh, yeah, uh, Reese isn't <laughs> joining us for this one, our normal host, but hopefully he'll be back uh, pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, have he... we got a weird and wacky excuse why why he isn't here with us? Yeah, we just, I mean the real reason is we just didn't want him. We just didn't want. Well, him. yeah, yeah. To be fair, but we can't can't tell the listeners that, can we? We'll look like monsters. Oh, exactly. And and we we're, we're not monsters, are we? We we never be monsters. No. But uh, we, 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 um, shout out to Reese. Um, you know we, we miss him greatly, and um, you can follow his Instagram. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you can find out. Just Google his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Follow him. I wouldn't know what it was either. But yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, he, he will be missed um, for the coming weeks until he's uh, oh, ready to come back. <laughs> you make him sound like he died. <laughs> he will be missed. Um He's left a void in this podcast. And yeah, we'll, never, not, we'll never recover. He, he, you won't find him in my freezer, so, so don't look there. <laughs> never, ever. No. no, no. <laughs> but well, well, Carl, why, why are we here? Tell me. So we're here to preview the new season of the Barclays Premier League and uh, maybe go over the this week's matches. That sounds great. Uh, I'm incredibly nervous about the opening day, um, but I'm, I'm I'm incredibly excited. I might even go out and you know grace the public with my presence and watch it in um, a public house. Just make sure there's no more than six people in there. Whatever oh, you do. No, no, but that's only gatherings of six people. So like you know, like if um, you know, if it's six of if it's six friends from different households, I think that's what it, that's what it is. Ah, right. Yeah, but uh, I mean, um, I I do have contacts in um, Westminster, but but don't take my word for um, granted because no one knows what they're doing. So if you <laughs> want to get um, assurance, get it from someone who also doesn't know, but sounds more official. Yeah, yeah, just like if we sound official and important, that means they know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fine. We're all we're all we're all incompetent. But anyway, so, so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with um, 
our predictions for the pe- for people who've been relegated? I think we should start with our predictions for the the winners, um, the top six. And I've got Reese's in front of me, so I'll reel Reese's off, and then we can see if uh, we agree or or disagree, and take it from there. So Reese's got Chelsea winning the league, Liverpool as runners up, followed by Man City in third, Man United in fourth. And Arsenal and Spurs uh, finishing fifth and sixth, respectively. Oh, wow. He, he's changed it. Okay. Interesting. Did, oh, what, did, did, he give, did he give you a different one? He did. You were originally, um, so just, um, you know, um, I'll get this a bit inside baseball, but we recorded this last week and it was absolute um, tosh. So um, the A team is doing it this time. And last week, um, Tottenham were above Arsenal, but I don't know if he was just, if he was just trying to aggravate me and poke the bear. Um, but yeah, so, probably, probably yeah. knowing knowing him. But what, what do you think about that? Do you do you, like? I don't know how different it is to yours, but to just just give you general thoughts. What what do you what do you think of those? Uh, yeah, I think I, I don't know if it's bold to go for Chelsea winning the league. I know they have done some. Really good business in um, the transfer market, and they signed some excellent players. But it's it's a lot to gel, isn't it? Um, mm. And a lot that have come from outside the Premier League. So, I mean, if they do hit, you know, hit the ground running, I mean, Chelsea very well could be equipped to win the league. But I, I don't know. I think it might be a big ask this season, but next season. Could definitely be Chelsea's year. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, apparently they're very close to getting a new goalkeeper, and I think that is kind of the final piece of the puzzle that we need to solve. Mm. I, I think it's the Ren Ren goalkeeper. I can't, I can't yeah, remember. I think what, it is. What, I can't remember his name now, but yeah, it's um, but yeah, so I, I think they've done a brilliant job. Yeah, I mean, they've completely bust the transfer market as far as the. Premier League is concerned. Uh, Timo Warner, Kai Havertz, um, excellent players. I mean, if they can adapt to the Premier League quickly and link up, I mean, you could have a lot of goals there. There's, there's no question about that. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, I believe that um, um, for the opener, Hakim Ziyech and I think Chilwell are out of the yeah. first. Um, I don't know if that's because of um, like they're coming back late from holidays, but um, I think they probably should I be think, still fine. Yeah, I think Chilwell had an injury. I think Chilwell's got a bit of an injury. Oh right, from, okay. what, um, from what I've heard. Okay, that, I guess that kind of makes sense. To be fair, I mean, who, who do you foresee winning the league? Who's your who's your pick? Uh, I. I still think it might be Liverpool. Cause now I think they've got. Um, I think they need to get still some depth. Um, and I'll be very interested to see how um, Wijnaldum um, going and possibly Thiago coming in kind of affects them. But um, I, I still think they're the strongest team. And if they have, if they've had enough of a mental break, I think they should be. Because they were lacking behind a little bit at the end of the season. I mean, we, we beat them for Christ's sake. Like, that's kind of, <laughs> you know, if there's ever a sign that you're underperforming, you know, I think I think that's definitely one of them. Yeah, I mean, but I said it as soon as they tied up the league, because I, I saw it with United when we won it with five games to spare. You just you just don't play with the same intensity when you know you've you've won the title, to be, to be completely fair. Yeah, that's true. And also, I mean, is that desire for you know to retain the trophy still there? Because it's, exactly. it's one thing to have that strong desire to win your first trophy in, in like twenty years, but you know, how how much do they want to be back to back? I think they will. I mean, this is their first titles for thirty years, which is a hell of a long time. And Liverpool, you know, in the eighties was phenomenous with winning uh, the Premier League and trophies in general. So mm. I think I think that'd be up for for another campaign. Uh, I'm with you. I, I mean, they were just so dominant 
last season. I mean, they didn't just win it by the skin of their teeth. I mean, they won it by a absolute country mile. So, um, mm. for me, I think Liverpool, if they play as like they did last season, I think Liverpool will win it again. It'll be a lot closer, though. I think I can see Chelsea being runners-up with the players they've signed if they, you know, if they do gel. And I think I can see them giving them a good run for their money. Mm. City will probably be third uh, for me, but um, I know they, I know they brought, brought Ake, but I, I don't know if he's really going to be the answer to their defensive problems. That's going to be uh, remain to be seen, to be honest. And I think it also depends I've... if they sign um, what's the best Koulibaly. Mm, yeah, he, he could be a big help for them defensively, to be fair, if they get him in. Mm. But um, I don't know. I, I still think they'll be training Chelsea in the football, especially with Pep's rotation. I think he sometimes, I think he needs to stick to a team, if you know what I mean. I mean, successful, so the most successful teams, they don't tinker and rotate too much if they don't have to, do they? <laughs> that is true but I, I have to be honest I do think you're slightly biased because I think you're still sore about um, how much it hurt your fancy football yeah <laughs> but um, no it's, it's very interesting uh, do, do you want to run down the rest of your um, top four so yeah so basically I've I'm not too much different from um, from Reese really I don't know, most people have the same few teams in the top, in their top four or six, just changing where where they are. So I've got Liverpool. I've just said finishing top. Chelsea, uh, Man City. Uh, I think Man Man United will get fourth again. Mm. Um, I'd like to see Man United make some more signings, but we'll we'll get into that in a minute. I think Arsenal will be for fifth. They look like they really turned a corner um, under Arteta. Once um, the lockdown lockdown games got going, uh, you had a few hiccups to start off with, but once you got going, you did find some momentum inconsistency. So I think you will get there under Arteta, and then probably Tottenham in sixth place, unless um, they make a few more signings. I don't think they've done enough so far to really improve their position too much. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, I think, I, I, I think Tottenham. Um, I think I made some very solid signings, and I mean, I guess in terms of their starting, if if they put out their strongest starting eleven, I think it's a very good team. I don't think it's quite at the level of the top three teams, but um, or or even the top four. I, I'd say perhaps. Um, it's getting them to play. I mean, Deli Ali had a he had a very patchy season at best, didn't he? And if Kane's not scoring, they they seem to struggle a bit at times as well. Yeah, and especially he seems to get injured an awful lot as well. Um, and I think it's like Son is very good as a striker, but then you kind of you know you're losing something kind of on the wing. And I think I mean Bergwijn is a very good player, but I think you kind of need. I think you need Son with that creativity from that left. I don't think Bergwijn is quite at that level. How do you how do you foresee Arsenal's chances as an Arsenal fan? Yeah, I I think there's a chance we could perhaps leapfrog you in into the top four. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, the top three I think are pretty set. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, well, I agree. It's going to be Liverpool, Chelsea, and City in one order or another, isn't it? I think. Yeah, and I, I mean, part of this is kind of. I'm always a very optimistic Arsenal fan, which is an incredibly dangerous thing because that's like thinking England will win the World Cup. You always end up disappointed. <laughs> um, but I mean, Arteta seems to kind of have a way he wants to go, and I think. In terms of, you know, our biggest problem has been defence and he's proved he can kind of shore that up and now we kind of got better talent in with Saliba returning and um, Gabriel Magalhaes um, coming into the, you know, the left centre-back role. I think I think there's 
I think there's been a lot of good improvements done. And I think if you don't, I think you, I think you you need to sign possibly a centre back. I mean, I think you're probably golden. Um, but and maybe some just another body up front. Um, but I, I think between you and you, um, between Arsenal and Man United, I think it's going to be a very very tough battle. Yeah, I mean, there's been talk of that Real Madrid lad, isn't there? Right? I'm not sure mm. how you pronounce his name. Regalian? Regalian, I think. Yeah. Um, apparently he's been offered to us, but then, I don't know, they're doing their usual fannying around in the, in the transfer market with him. I think Smallin's gone to Roma from what I heard this morning. Yeah, which I I don't... I think I think I would have liked to see how Roma, I mean how um, Smalling would good because would do because I think he's probably better than Lindelof. Yeah, um, I, mean, yeah he, I know Lindelof had good stats. We say no, no one was able to dribble past him and whatnot. But mm. some of his positioning play, as we saw in the semi-final with Sevilla, he, he, he does make mistakes. He does get caught out in other ways. He. It does seem to be a, a mistake and an accident waiting to happen at times for me. Yeah, that is true. And I, I do kind of wonder if... I mean, but I kind of wonder if under like the leadership of Maguire... I mean, I, I use that very weakly. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think there's... Um, it's weird. I thought... I'm kind of surprised you're not trying to hijack um, um, Koulibaly, to be honest. Yeah, or me, but there you go. Uh, It probably wouldn't wouldn't go to us over City anyway, I I, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, but I mean, mean, to be fair, you're you're building... You are building, like, a decent team. It's just for defence that is lacking. So, like... I don't think you're that unattractive compared to City. I think but, well, think... I don't know. I think I think the trouble with United is our mistakes get highlighted more than other other teams because uh, we had one of the best defenses in Europe. When you look at the statistics and in the Premier League, our defense wasn't that bad. We didn't concede that many goals if you if you look at the facts and figures. So I don't yeah. know why people keep saying. Our defence is the problem. It's not like we were Chelsea leaking goals like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, it's true. Because you, you, you have kind of ha- not like, saying we can't. Not saying we can't shore it up even more. But we're not as bad as everybody's making out. It's just because they don't like Harry Maguire and they like to like to laugh and say, "Oh, we, you, you've been no good in defence." But we haven't actually been that bad. No, I, I think maybe you've kind of struggled, maybe. I think most of that probably comes from the start of the season. I feel like once you kind of got, um, um, what's this, once you kind of got Fernandes in, I think it, it kind of gave the whole team a bit of belief and even defence. Yeah. Yeah, a bit better. But we, I, I, I did we were lacking creativity. Our main, our main problem was we were lacking creativity in midfield. And that was sorted out once they brought Bruno Fernandes in. Yeah. And um, Pogba came back as well, which helped. Um, and now we've got Donny van de Beek as well, which will certainly help. And I, and I know people have been asking, oh, why, why have you got him? How's, where does he play when, um, Fernand, when Fernandes and Pogba are there? But I think it's more, it's more to give you a bit of strength and depth and cover mm. so you're not having to play Pogba and Fernandes every game like we were after lockdown, and you can tell both were getting really tired and leggy in the last few matches where we just got over the line in them because Solskjaer knew we didn't have the players on the bench to bring on instead of them. He, he's, a very, he's a very solid, talented body in there. It's like you're not going to, um, you know, it's, I mean, think about it this way. If you didn't sign him, if... You know, one of those two big players are injured. You have Lingard. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's like, it may seem like something not important on the surf on the surface, but you need you need creativity somewhere. Yeah. And it, and once they kind of get tired, and you kind of saw it towards the end of the season, like the last few games, you could see they were their influence is kind of draining a little bit because they kind of they kind of looked tired. I don't know, personally. 
Yeah, I mean Fernando's played every minute of every every game after lockdown. Yeah, that's how, much, that's how much we needed him because there's no one else to come in and do what he can do if mm. if we rested him. That's why Donny van der Beek's been brought in. So yeah, I mean know, he, he might not start very every, tiring. So he might not start every game, but he's going to be very important when he when he does. He'll, he'll probably play every game. He'll probably come on as a sub, if he, even if he doesn't start. Yeah, I, I mean that that three is quite terrifying. Like I, I can imagine you kind of against a team with like a low block. Yeah, I was going to say you're if you're playing a Villa or a Brighton or Albion, you probably could risk playing all three of them. To to be quite honest. Yeah, like I, I I'm kind of jealous of you because we at the moment Arsenal don't really have that kind of player. We have players who can play passes, but no one besides Urza who can kind of give that final cutting pass. Well yeah, I'd quite like to see um the the day the, the Jaden Sancho deal happen. Um yeah, yeah, like you say, maybe another defender as well. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean they're still they're still trying to negotiate with uh Dortmund by all accounts, but I think they should just pony up the money really. I, I think I think it's just too much for, like I, I don't I don't know how much is gonna change. I mean, like I, I again not to go because you have you have made a good point. Like you um you know you have improved your defense record isn't that bad, but I do think you have slightly flattered to deceive and you do look kind of shaky sometimes. Sometimes you're absolutely great and Maguire oh, yeah. is like an absolute beast for you, like in that final game. Um, I mean, you, you'll probably laugh, but we have got Rojo back as well, and he's if he can stay. If I mean, his biggest problem was injuries. I mean, when he when he played, I thought he always looked really good when he played, but he was just he was just injured all the time. So if he can stay fit, he he can be a good uh, addition to the squad, so to speak. Now he's back from low. That's fair enough. Uh, I haven't really seen much of him, to be honest. Because like, he always seems, he always seems to have a bit of a weak mentality. But um, I mean, you, you're gonna, you you know him a lot better than I do. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's quite a he's quite a strong player. And he does get good tackles in, but as I say, he just seems to get injured quite a lot. I know. I mean, he's he's a left um, left foot centre back, isn't he? I think. Yeah, I, I, he can play sort of centre back and uh, left back. He's He's one of those more sort of versatile. Mm. I've seen him play. I've seen him. I've seen him play both positions for us. Yeah, and I think maybe maybe he is the final piece of that puzzle. To be honest, I mean, it's it's. Weird. I I wouldn't mind seeing him given a run of games, and I mean, I think the same with Bai. Like, yeah, I, I again, like he's he's. Good. He's really good when he's on form, but he's another one. He just seems to be injured all the bloody time. Yeah, it's a shame. And it kills, and you've seen it with um, Phil Jones, who had uh, potential to be a really good player, but, you know, injuries just, you know, stopped him dead, and you can't, you can't progress when you're not playing games, can you? It kind of feels like ever since um, Fergie left for a while, you kind of seem to become Arsenal. And every kind of potential talent you have just kind of... It all goes to shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit of a shame. I think the problem was with Spetty Van Gaal and Mourinho... They were looking for quick. They were looking for quick fixes, and mm. um, Ali looks like he's looking more long term. He's he's moved on. When he, you know, firstly he moved on quite a few players that weren't quite in the mustard. It looks like he's going to move on a few more. He's he's brought in the players we needed. Like Aaron Van Bisker has been had a great first season. We. And and I think even Maguire had a really good first season as well. It really helped mm. shore up the defence, because the defence was a lot more leaky before they came in, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah. And Fernandez was another great signing as well that really 
put a spark into us in the second half of the season. So he seems to know what he's doing in, you know, in the transfer window and getting the team right. And it might take another couple of seasons to, to really get where we want to be. Also, sorry for all the listeners. Like, I know we kind of talked a lot about um, um, Arsenal and also Man United, but I, I kind of, I, there's something that kind of been on my mind. What do you think of him as an actual coach and, and tactician? Because he seems like he seems very savvy. He almost feels like a technical, like um, a director of football almost, because he's making these really smart, great signings. Yeah, well, I was a little bit worried as when it came to the coaching because. He seems to be setting up a lot counter-attacking, which worked early on against the big sides, but we seem to be losing against um, the sort of minnows or or getting a lot of draws. Mm. We didn't actually lose that many games. I think we lost less than City, but we drew an awful lot, um, mostly because we were lacking creativity. And it just... Um, I think that's why Bruno is such an important... Signing for us because he, he he became you know he's, he pulled that creativity someone who could spray the ball around and get into the holes in midfield and get the goals we need and get goals as well. So and all, and if you watched any of our matches, our free kicks and corners were absolutely appalling before Bruno came to take them as well. So he really helped in in those aspects as well. Hmm. Well, of course, he fell over in the box quite a lot, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll go over that. Never, ever. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I, you know, I started to wonder, perhaps he's sort of a bit of a one-trick pony, but maybe it was because he knew he didn't have the players he needed to play that way. And then once he had Pogba back, um, Matic started to show a bit of form, and we brought Fernandes in. Um, but, you know, we started... Winning four or five nil before we sort of lost our legs. So mm. I think there's some of that. It'd be nice to see what I can do now with a full a full season with that full squad. Whether I think Pogba's Pogba tested positive for COVID, so whether he'll be able to come back. So oh, did he? Oh. Yeah, you might see Donny van der Beek's uh, debut on our on the opening on our opening match, which isn't this week; it's next week. So. If Bob was not available still. Yeah, well, I'll be very intrigued to see how it kind of goes. It's very interesting hearing you listen to this um, because it, it sounds almost like you're talking about Mikel Arteta like a year later. Because so, so far he's become very much a counter-attacking coach. But he's kind of got a lot more praise than you have, than um, Solskjaer has, which is kind of very odd. So it's kind of making me wonder like, oh dear, are we going to have a terrible bad season? I don't know. I always think it's difficult with Man United because nobody ever really likes us and they always want us to fail. So that's what I mean. As soon as like somebody, as soon as we do concede more than one goal in a match or because the defender made a bit of a mistake, it, it always seems to be highlighted a lot more with United than any other team, even Liverpool or Chelsea or City, because they, you know, cause we're the biggest club in the world, whether we're finishing six in the Premiership or winning the Premiership and we're still news and people just love to to rip us down off that pedestal and, and laugh at us yeah I, I think it's also I think that's also an Arsenal thing as well like if it, our clubs kind of feel very similar in that way Personally, yeah I think I don't know exactly it's all shy <laughs> well exactly we're, we're both shy it's, it's alright don't worry <laughs> but um, I guess now we should probably move on to the relegation spots. So what what has we said? Just just before we get onto that, I just wanted to ask you about Pepe. Do you do you think he needs to step up a bit more um, this season? Because he was a it was a big was he your record breaking transfer? Yeah, and he I, is. I thought he so I thought he showed flashes here and there, but it, it wasn't really enough, was it? Yeah, he's. Pepe's a bit of a weird one because he kind of he obviously had a very slow start and I think I think it's so easy to make kind of exclu- excuses for him and I know I definitely have when kind of justifying it because you can see you can see it there he's a fantastic dribbler he kind of um, does this, like the Sterling thing of kind of overdoing it though and 
I mean, he's a, he's got great technique. You can kind of see it in some of his some of his finishes, but he needs to show it a lot more often. Um, yeah, Pepe's Pepe's a very very weird one. Um, I kind of hope we see more of him this season. Hopefully, because by the end he seemed to be more he seemed to be more of an Arteta player, and, and in in those final games he was, you know, a key influence. He was his crossing is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just needed a, a season to sort of acclimatise to the Premier League. And um, now he's got a season under his belt, perhaps he'll show a bit more what he can do. Yeah, I mean, like, I've kind of said this to all my Arsenal fans, but, you know, like, he had to deal with Unai Emery and all that kind of shite that went on for ages. Um, and he, it, seems, it seems for a while like he wasn't, being played to his potential. I mean, you, you probably, I think you probably saw one of his best games when he played United and he absolutely ripped Luke Shaw apart. Yeah. So uh, it's very clear that he can he can do some damage and he can be, a, you know, a really deadly attacking force. I think we just need to kind of see more of that. Yeah, it was weird of Emery because he, he just made an absolute... Complete balls of things, really, didn't they? You really did. Yeah, it's, I, I really liked him in his first season. I thought, um, but I think maybe he did, did, did just kind of fat. He lost. Season, he obviously, though. he obviously lost the locker room with the Saka incident, didn't he? And it was all downhill from there, really. Yeah, and to be honest, I think he's a player who's really kind of stepped up as well since Arteta's came in. Mm. Like he's been, he's been really brilliant defensively. Um, he's not passing as much as you would kind of hope, I guess, so to speak. Because um, I, I don't know if you saw the clip the other day, but he, when he was playing for Switzerland, he did probably one of the best passes I think I've ever seen. And that's no exaggeration. He, he, he did, he does it outside of the foot. All right. Thing to the other side of the pitch. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like this guy. He can really fucking hit a ball very, very well, precisely. It's just, I kind of wish he would kind of become a bit more of an, you know, he'd show all aspects of his game in one game. Yeah, maybe he will. I mean, I, say, I, I can see a few of your players really stepping it up next next season. It's going to be that battle for the last Champions League place is going to be very interesting again, I think. Absolutely, and, and to be honest, I think that's more of an interesting battle than the actual like race for the championship. <laughs> yeah. It really could be. I don't, you just don't know. I, I think because of Liverpool's lack of signings, or at least so far, mm. I, I can see I can see Chelsea and City being closer to them. Yeah, and it, that's it. Like... Or Chelsea signings gel. I mean, if they don't gel, they they could find themselves having a bit of a slow start. You just you just don't know, do you? Yeah, and I mean, it also depends on, on what signings you guys make. You know, if you do sign Sancho, if you sign like a big defender to shore up even more, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Okay. I think we'll sign him on deadline on deadline day. Okay, who, who, who is it? Anyone I think, you have your I think we'll have a I think we'll have a couple of no, I think we'll we'll sign Sancho on deadline day. I think we'll have a couple of mm. rocky games. And they'll decide, right, perhaps we had better bring him in. And they'll uh, they'll splash the cash out, um, even though it's been um, on the cards for a while. It'll be a panic buy, and we'll get loads of shit for it. Mm. I mean, hey, I mean, sometimes those kind of panic buys do kind of work. I mean, we, we signed Arteta originally. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, now, and you know, now he's kind of our manager, and he's done a really good job. So you, sometimes panic buys can be all right, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Fellaini was a panic buy um, last mm. last day of the season. I don't get this Donny van der Beek being a panic buy. That's been on the, you know, they've spoken to his agent and Donny ages ago. You know, this has been one they've gone about quietly for quite a while. And it's not about replacing... Pogba and Fernandez mm. have already, already explained it's about giving us some strength and depth and options 
I mean, nobody bats an eyelid when City have three or four players in the same position or Chelsea. So why, when it's Man United, is it panic buying all of a sudden? Again, it goes back to that Man United bashing that hacks in the media like to do. Yeah, I I think maybe just your, your kind of reputation kind of, like for, for a few years kind of screwed with you a little bit. Mm. But it looks like it's changing. It looks like you kind of have a plan. So that's, that's good to see. Yeah, that, that's the thing about Ollie. He, he definitely does seem to have a plan. I mean, whether it'll work or not remains to be seen, but at least he's got a plan. <laughs> well, hopefully. We'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> As you were saying, relegation. Um, yes. Reese has gone with Leeds. Villa, big big surprise on that one. <laughs> and uh, Brighton Home Albion. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with any of them. It is. I mean, they are definitely relegation fodder, aren't they? Let's, let's be honest. No disrespect to the teams, but three teams have to go down, whether, whether they like it or not. Yeah, it's... It's sad. It's a sad situation, and ah, things with Villa do kind of seem like the most likely to go down. I'll say perhaps. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at the table, just trying to like think who else. I mean, West Brom have made some very decent signings, so you you would imagine they'll be okay. West Brom have done all right. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I was going to say. I felt him to go down just just for a laugh to see if Reese listens to this and gets <laughs> gets all upset. Oh, he, he always gets upset. It's fine. <laughs> you um, I, I don't know. I think they, I, I think they've done some decent business. Um, I think I think I'm going to say Villa, Burnley, and Fulham for my three. Yeah, because Burnley were touch and go last season for a while as well. So, I think their defense is is very good. I think they just need is scoring goals, which is their problem. Yeah, and that can be a big problem because uh, scoring goals is what football's all about. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like, it's like Michael Owen says. You know, you you you, you only win games if you score goals. Uh, I mean, it sounds simple and stupid, but yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and to be fair, I mean, Villa are currently second in the league, so you know they've got off to a, a good start. <laughs> yeah, it's the only time you're ever going to see Arsenal on top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you win by more goals than. Chelsea and whoever you might you might stay top for a, a couple of weeks. You never know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not counting my chickens. To be honest, I'm hoping we kind of avoid relegation first, and then we might be all right. So, who do you foresee going down? I I think I think I've gone for a bit of a different one. So I'm going I'm going Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. I am going. It's tough actually because I think it's quite a few. Like I, I could see Newcastle maybe going down. Uh, I'm gonna say really. I mean, again, they've they've seemed to have made some half decent signings. Oh, actually, yeah, I guess recently they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Then I, I was thinking before they made signings, I was like they maybe could. Yeah, Aston Villa, um, Brighton. Um, I think Fulham probably would be okay. Uh. Maybe West Ham actually. They, they they seem to be um they seem to be struggling in recent years and they haven't really. Yeah, they've really been lucky to, to they've been lucky to stay up a few seasons now, haven't they? So that's not a bad mm. not a bad shout actually. Southampton are slipping a little bit, but I but but, but then their coach is really good, so I think I think they should be alright. I can't really. No, I, I think, think, I think Southampton will be. I think Southampton will be alright. I mean, they've kept hold of Danny Yings, and if he can. Carry on scoring like he was last season. Now, mm. they'll be all right. Yeah, absolutely. So, but West Brom probably will be fine. It's kind of hard to say. Like, I, I've never really watched West Brom, but they're, they're some decent players. Who like, has unless you unless you race? Yeah, no, no one's sad enough to watch West Brom. West Brom. 
Jesus. If there's only one West in the Premier League, and that's Ham, mate. Just, just, just yeah. give up. You, you're not, you're not going to unsettle. But again, I mean, they're already in relegation zones, so it's it's mm. not lo- not looking good for them, is it? No, they're, they're getting used to it. I mean, it looks like Wolves are really doing badly at the moment. Have you seen that? I know, Oof. yeah. Rock bottom. Jesus Christ. They, they, they haven't even won a game yet. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what? I, I, think, um, I think Tottenham might go down. I mean, <laughs> they're 17th. It's, it's looking quite precarious for them. Exactly. But, Just, I mean... It, oh. Even from top to bottom, though, I mean, it's really close at the moment. I mean, really close. So, yeah. So there's it, literally no points in it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I guess what what, what what do we talk about next? That's well, before we before we move, yeah, before we move on to anything else, I think we should mention Everton. I mean, they've all all of a sudden come out the blocks and made. Some really good signings, haven't they? Especially um, James Rodriguez. So, um, what do we what do we think? Could Everton finally break into that top four? Oh no! I, I mean, I think the top four is as competitive is, as um, it is already. Europa League, I think, is a very realistic mm. expectation. Mind you, saying that now, I bet now they're gonna bloody win the championship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Carlo always seems to have some kind of way with teams, doesn't he? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love um, Everton. I-, I really have a bit of a soft spot for them. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, but maybe, maybe they have, um, maybe they have a chance. Maybe it's going to be interesting. I mean, I mean, I know he's a he's a big name of football, James Rodriguez, but. I think his best years are probably behind him if Real Madrid are letting him go. Um, it'd be interesting to see what he does. Mm. Basically, I mean, his whole thing's come off, is off one really good free kick he, he made, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things you, you could always see his talent. But, yeah, it's just he's, he's, he's kind of slipped off a little bit. Like, none of his loans have worked, you know. He didn't. He didn't redo. Really didn't reset really the world on fire at Munich. I think he actually did it all right, but I think um, he never. He never really fulfilled his re- uh, reputation, did he? Yeah, but it might maybe a team like Everton where he'll be a big fish in a small pond that might might help him a little bit. You know, he is going to be the the star name by a mile there. So, so perhaps mm. he'll step up to the plate. I mean, how old, do we know how old he is? Twenty nine, I think. Uh, yeah, so you know, he's he's he'll be at his peak or past his peak, depending on circumstances. So it'd be interesting to see. And also, you've got to adapt to the Premier League. We've seen we've seen a lot of players come from uh, abroad, especially um, your sort of Spanish and Latino players are used to hotter hotter weather than uh, you get in Liverpool and Manchester. Say, for example, tend to struggle. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking he's got like a decent. He's now got a bit of a decent team around him. You know, Alan mm. I think is a fantastic signing. Yeah, yeah. But where does Alan play? I don't know a lot about Alan. I've got. He, to he played for Napoli. And he seemed to have a very good few seasons at Napoli. What what position is he? I meant sorry. He's a CDM. Sorry. Ah right. So um, I'm kind of surprised you you didn't try and sign him. To be honest, I think he's a. He's got a hell of a talent. Yeah, I think they're quite happy with Matic and McTominay for, in uh, those roles, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, McTominay is pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just found himself out of the team uh, after lockdown because Matic really stepped up. Um, mm. He was someone I was convinced was going to get moved on, but... Um, yeah, he really seems to step up uh, in the latter half of the season. Perhaps he, perhaps he realised um, with Bruno coming in and Tommy on the waiting in the wings that he perhaps had had to start improving to uh, to get games and to stay at United. Yeah, I mean, he's a good thing though if you can kind of, um, you know, if you can get competition into the team. 
you know, I, I kind of you see things in players that you never do. Mm. So hopefully we see something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the league. Uh, let's have a quick look at the the games we've got coming up this weekend. Mm. Uh, no Man United or Man City playing. So, uh, a bit disappointed. I was looking forward to watching Man United play, but I'm going to have to wait mm. another week. Uh, oh, you kick off against Fulham. Uh, yes. I mean, I, personally, I'd fancy you against the Premier, Premier League new boys to win 2 or 3 nil, but... Fulham are the sort of teams you you do tend to slip up against. So. Yeah, especially if we kind of um, underestimate them. Um, and also, I mean, you know, uh, NXT knows this best. You can't go against the good guy. Um, exactly. So t- Tony Khan's going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, for- I forgot it's Tony Khan. Oh, you, you're going to get buried then, I'm afraid. Yeah, exactly. We, 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 but it's fine. They're going to win. They're going to win the demographic. So they can win four 0 and they can still win the demographic. If you win the demos, you'll get the points. So that's that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I I think it's. I just I hope think... Fulham. I just hope Fulham don't get any on-field concussions. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I think it's going to be. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> that was good. I think it's going to be two-one. That's that's my prediction. Two-one to Arsenal. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say. Oh, I say two. I reckon it's going to be two or three now, personally. Oh, okay. What? Well, well, what? What? What is Fulham? To Arsenal. Oh. Buddy, I'm, I'm so glad you said so. Um, Mother Bay. So, and then we've got Southampton versus Crystal Palace. That could be quite a tight game, again, because of the Ings factor. I fancy Southampton to to win maybe 2-1, 1-0. What would yeah. you say? Yeah, I, I think Southampton probably will just edge it. Like, I mean, I think it should be like an interesting game. Um, but... Yeah, I, I kind of see them. I kind of see them winning it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have that much to say about, about that one. In all honesty, <laughs> um, Liverpool leads. Yeah, I, I think that's actually the game I'm probably look most intrigued to see. Yeah, I mean, I think Liverpool will be too strong for Leeds if they come mm. out all all guns blazing. I, I think there could be an upset in there though. It would be very intriguing to see how Leeds do in in the Premier League. Yeah, it will. I mean, they've been. A, I mean, for me, they are a Premier League team, and they are back where they should be. But I think Liverpool will be too much for them. I can see Liverpool winning three 0 To be honest. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, who knows? Come on, come on, come on, you Leeds. Uh, I don't know what you call them. But no, yeah, you're 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 most likely right. But um, so and I mean, geez, West Ham and Newcastle. What, well, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we can't wait for that one. I'll be uh, there with me popcorn. Two one Newcastle, maybe. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I mean, this one is one of those that really could go either way, depending on who turns up on the day. I'll go one nil West Ham just because they're at home. Oh yeah, that's not a bad shout, to be fair. Yeah, um, go with the home side. West Brom, Leicester. That's that's, that's gonna be that could actually be a bit of, of a fun match. Um, West Brom, I think things with all these promoted teams, I can see them kind of wanting to cause an upset and really putting an effort. Yeah, I mean, you normally do get one promoted team that, especially for the first half of the season, does overachieve, don't you? So that that could very well be. Leads to be honest, you just you just never know. Mm. But yeah, um, I guess we'll see. I mean, uh, uh, I could. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how the left back is gonna work now that Chilworth's gone, but maybe they'll be all right. 
And um, what do you think, um, West Brom versus Leicester? Mm, yeah, well, that's what I mean. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do without um, with Justin instead of um, um, Shilwell. I, I think I think Leicester probably should win two one, maybe. I think West Brom will probably give them a little bit of a run. Yeah, well, I don't know. What do you think? I think 10-0 Leicester. Actually, that's not a bad shout. I mean, West Brom are a bit of a League One team, if anything, so I'm not surprised they even made it here. Yeah, exactly. I just, just can't see West Brom putting up any of a fight. We're lucky Leicester. not to be relegated. It's going to be an easy... It's going to be an easy win. No, I'm... You can calm down now, Bruce. I'll, I'll give him a serious answer. You, you, can, you can put Chowdhury up top and you'll probably score three against them. I'm going to go 2-1 to West Brom. I think, I think, oh. they'll, uh, I think they'll start with a win. Oh, Colin, how, how, how much has he paid you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tottenham, Everton. I can see maybe Everton maybe beating Tottenham. I don't know. I'd, like, I'd love to see them beat Tottenham. Who beat Tottenham, sorry? I, I could maybe see um, Everton beating Tottenham. Yeah. I haven't got that on my, my list. Oh, you nonce. I can't believe you do that. <laughs> you, you're not even prepared for today. What, what's oh, here you? we go. Here we go. It just unloaded it. So my 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 bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. that Again, that that's a real 50-50 game for me. It really is. Perhaps Tottenham will. Is, is Kane out? Uh, I I think he's married, as far as I know, but um, I don't I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's injured. Um, if that's what you meant. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> oh, you were very clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's. I think he's all right, as far as I know. But he he might um he might get injured, break his neck coming out of bed or something. Um. So kind of wait, wait, wait to the day, and we'll kind of see, see, see if he kind of, um, see if he decides to turn up. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm being a bit of a bitch right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna go another two-one, two-one to Tottenham. But again, it could, could go either way, really. Yeah, it honestly, could to be fair. And then we have Sheffield United against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ooh, that's a very interesting game, and it's also horrible for my um, fancy football league because I got two West Brom, I have two um, Sheffield defenders, and and then uh, Wolves striker. So yeah, so you you could get no points or point. Well, I mean, you might you might end up with something from that game, or someone from Wolves might score who's not in your team and completely fuck yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm having a loss anyway for this first team, but um, you never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe my maybe I might score good. I've, I reckon Wolves two two now. Sheffield United were I know Sheffield United were good in defence last year, but Wolves I don't know. I think they'll continue where they left off. Uh, I fancy them to win two now. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. Um, yeah. It is weird. I'd actually have. It's kind of hard to call. It is. I mean, again, it could go either way. Sheffield, Sheffield United could quite easily win that match as well. But I don't know. I'm just going to go with the edge to Wolves on this one. But who knows? <laughs> and then because of the the signings they've made, that's the most intriguing match. Mm, uh, it's Chelsea versus Brighton Hove Albion. I mean. I, I've got a. I know I was going on about the team gelling and maybe taking a while to get going, but there's no. You know, they couldn't have asked for a better start, really, could they? No. Um, I, I got a fancy Chelsea to win 4 0, to be honest. I can't even think who Brighton have even signed. Um, no. So, uh, yeah, I think they're really in trouble, and I don't think this is really going to give them uh, a good boost. Um, even with Kepper on goal, I think you know Chelsea. I think still have a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I fancy. Yeah, I've got a fancy Chelsea for that one. 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it seems like a decent opening, um, opening few games. So um... yeah, it's going to be fun, and then Man United and City will kick off on the, on the second week their matches. So that's something for us City and United fans to look forward to. Mm. So. Is that well, it? New, and hopefully my fantasy football league. Yeah, which we'll talk about now. New a new segment for the season because we know lots of lots of our listeners will take part in the the FPL and many other people do as well. So uh, what, what have you what have you gone for in your your team? Uh, all right, I, I'm getting it up now. Um, geez, that's, yeah, that's but what about your football team, mate? Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, 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 my, my mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone a bit, um, I not, maybe bold isn't the right word, maybe stupid is, is probably better. Um, <laughs> so I've gone for Martinez and Goal, who may not even play. Yeah, I've, I've made the same decision because really, because he's cheap basically, and yeah. goalkeepers very rarely get your points. Yeah, so I, I mean, he started. He started the um, community. He's a great field. player. I, I, I do really like him um, as a, as a goalkeeper, mm. but I, I don't think he'll play. I think he will. He started the community shield. He, I, I, I think they seem to fancy him over Leno at the moment. So, yeah, especially I'm with Leno kind too, of you know, goalkeepers uh, again. They're, they're they're hard to get points. I mean, it's not very often a team doesn't concede these days. So um, we, we shall see. So yeah, who have no, you got in defence? So I've gone for a five back, and um, I think I've made some very interesting choices. I've gone for um, Egan, who I think is the right back for um, um, Sheffield, but I've also gone for Ampadu, who's also a right back. So I think I might have screwed myself over a little bit there. I got Bulldog, who's also Sheffield. And I got Saliba and Robertson um, in midfield. I got Jota, Pereira, and Havertz. And then up top, I got Werner as my captain and Fabio Silva, the new um, Wolf signing. Yeah, that's that's quite a good, good um, some good players there. And I know from looking mm. the other day, you've got all your Man United players on the bench, yeah, ready to think... come on when uh, when Man United kicks off the. The season, so that could, that could be yeah. that could be quite a shrewd, a shrewd decision, especially if Havertz and Werner get get some goals and assists against Brighton and Havalbion, which is more than likely. Let's let's be perfectly honest. Yeah, absolutely. Well, things on the on the bench, I got um, Nick Pope, who I think is um, yeah, he's not playing this week either, so that's kind of why I, I had to mm. go with Martinez, and then I went for um, Greenwood, Fernandez, and Martial. So. You would think that's a very um, strong subs to come in when they actually play. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might hope. Hopefully for you, you won't take too much of a hit on your team um, if Havertz and uh, Werner come come up good for you. Yeah, true. Well, then then I'll just sub off like Ampadu or someone like that. But, so I've got um, in my defence. I've got both. Robinson and Alexander Arnold, which Ooh. could be a bit of a risk of a football league goals, but it's not just a defence. They they do create, uh, they do get a lot of assists and goals as well. So even if they do concede, it's quite likely one of them will either get an assist or even score. So that's why I've gone for both of them because uh, other players last season had had them both. And they were getting bags of points from them. I mean, if we don't, and if we don't do very well, I'll just whip one of them out and stick it up a defender in. Because they're quite please, dear. Please, please don't whip it out. Because <laughs> they're quite dear. They're both quite dear as well. So it's it's made putting my midfield together a bit more tricky. So I've gone for a Yang in midfield because bizarrely he's a midfielder. He's he's my captain. I fancy him to. Bag a couple of goals against Fulham. Uh, Mane. Ooh. You, you, I mean, he, he was pretty uh, awesome for Liverpool last season. And uh, against Leeds, so there's a good chance 
he might get at least an assist. Uh, Damien Rice, um, St. Maxim uh, in midfield. That, that, they're the two I'm struggling with. The, when you get start getting to your 5.5 and 5 million range, you, mm. you've, they're that price for a reason, and they're not quite as consistent as your your big money your big money buy. So I'm always like, oh, I just thought, what is he going to score? But yeah, and they're against each other, so they could end up cancelling each other out. I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> I need, I need to keep it the price down. So my Man United player, I'll be swapping and and changing any change anyway. Either Bamiyango or Mane will come out for for Bruno Fernandez. And this week I've got Danny Yings up front. He'll probably come out for Martial. Uh, when for when they play Crystal Palace, I've got Timo Werner up front. Yeah, he's a bit I mean, of a rest because it's his first. It's his first game. Um, in the Premier League, but I guess Brandon Hove Albion, he could he could snatch a few, and I've got Ian Acho, um for Leicester. Because obviously he's going to score about fifty goals against West Brom easily. Absolutely, I mean easy team, e- easy game. But now you, are, I think, I think you've made very, very good choices. To be fair, so. But I don't know, yeah. And you know I'm kind of jealous. I think. Do you want to swap teams? No. <laughs> and then I'll probably have to take a four-point hit um, just to get the Man United <laughs> players in next. Oh, it's fine. You, you, you're not going to win any games, so don't worry. You probably no. just, just avoid it. But it's always difficult to set your team up for the for the opening season because you never know what teams are going to perform and what players are going to perform. Just because a player was shit hot last season mm. doesn't mean yeah. they're going to play any good this season. You're always taking a you're always taking a risk. I always I usually end up using my wild card quite early on. Because my team's doing no good. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised no one's put Traore in, considering how well he played last season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be his price. Um, it, it might maybe it'd be, maybe some people would thought they'd consider and then thought oh, maybe not at that price because that means I can't put such and such in. It's quite. It, I mean, it's quite. It is interesting and fun to another going to balance your team to get as many of the best players you can in with the with the budget. Mm. Yeah, true, true, true. But um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's pretty much all I have to say about fantasy football. To be honest, and um, I mean, uh, now we're now we're not allowed to have, have now we're not allowed to have ad breaks. Um, thanks to management. Um, I guess we kind of I guess this is it. Um, yeah. It's very sad, um, <laughs> but I've really, really enjoyed this time with you. And um, yeah, and uh, I'll put the gaffer tape back over your mouth in a minute, and you can go back into the base. I mean, you can just go back to your normal life at home where you're safe and sound. Wait, wait, are you talking to me? Or are you talking to um, it? I, 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 yeah. yeah, really looking forward to the start of the season and if any of our predictions come true and if our fantasy leagues do any good and we be fun to update it uh, mm. next week, see what points we got and if we if we did indeed made the fi- made the right decisions and if we made any panic changes before the start of the season as well. Oh, I, I'm sure we're going to talk about how Arsenal fucked up. So um, yeah, Abubayong is my captain, so you better bloody win. Oh yeah, that, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, buddy. Um, what are your what are your plugs for today? 
So, uh, yeah, uh, you can find us on Rogue underscore Opinions uh, on, in, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find other Bantam Munich pods, a back catalogue on Anchor and Spotify and other podcasting platforms. Um, we've got, yeah, we've got um, wrestling reviews and all sorts on there, so it's well worth checking out the Rogue Opinions back catalogue. And you can find me at Carlos underscore Pierce 89 on Twitter and Instagram as well. And mm. Liam, where where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at um, 10 Park Lane Stains TW182HP. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Mike Mongo. And oh my god, my phone is just is um, bugging out today. So bear with me. And you can find me on Instagram. Just, just don't look for me. To be honest, actually, I, I don't care about about Instagram. Um, it's just me posting pictures of my workouts. So screw all of you. I, I don't really give a shit. It's just me taking pictures of him, so people don't think he's actually captured. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh look, look, he's all right, everybody. Smile, oh, damn it! He's walking. <laughs> he still has legs. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, it's it's been fun, buddy. And look, if it looks like there's a finger missing, that's obviously something's gone wrong or an optical illusion. All those fingers are there on it. Absolutely. Actually, actually, you can follow me on Twitter at Mikko Artessa. There you go. You can follow him on Twitter. I've only got four fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it makes it quite difficult. But, um, anyway, Carl, um, I guess we'll see you soon. Oh, wait, um, can, can I request a song to play us out? I don't know. That's up to uh, Nathan. He Nathan, does all can that. I, Nathan, can I request a song to play us out? He's... Cool. <laughs> can, 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 can you play The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, please? I like that song. That's, that's, that's for the F1 part. Can't do that for football. You Is it really? Mad? Oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Joking, but it was synonymous with F1 back in uh, the BBC days, probably before you were born, oh, actually. Probably, yeah. I, I was only born t- like three years ago, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, in that case, you, you can do um, either Dreams, either. I, I've been listening to rumours an awful lot recently, so you can you can do Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, either. Or even you can just cut this out and just completely fuck me over and make <laughs> me waste my breath. Yeah, no, that's what that's what I'll be telling him today. <clears throat> oh shit! All right. Well, it's been nice to um, see all of you, and I guess we'll say goodbye. Goodbye.